Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Craft Heads Podcast, episode 143. This is the podcast about everything, but also nothing, where every episode is something different. And I nailed it that time. Yes. I know I'm saying evening instead of <laughs> night, which I know you say in your intro, but um, hello, everybody. This is the podcast that I do, Tommy, with my best friend, Alex. He's the normal voice you'll hear every single episode. <laughs> I have been gone away doing my own thing for a little bit, not podcast wise, but just traveling and doing some other shit drama that I have to attend to in my life. <laughs> um, I'm back though. And Alex and I are going to do a nice episode for you guys this uh, afternoon, evening, late afternoon, May 18th. What is it? Wednesday? Yes. Yeah, I was losing track. And uh, Alex has brought me a real fancy looking cocktail. It's, um, it looks like there's a wilted yolk in it, and I don't know what to expect. Whenever he uh, he saw me bring it over to the table, what, what was the sound that you made? I went, ooh, fancy. Yeah, it was something like that. It was it was really good. I wish we could have gotten it on on uh, the the genuine reaction recorded. Oh, oh my god! I can, he Alex just pulled up a book in front of me. I oh, now, I now know where the cocktail came yeah, from. Yeah, I'll it, let him explain. It's pretty good. So, well, t- take a sip, Tommy, and tell me what you think about it. If there's any alcohol in there, it's very benign. That's a great word drop. <laughs> so, Tommy, I, I was jokingly going to call it the egg, even though it has nothing to do with eggs. But in, you can see in the picture, it looks exactly like one, as Tommy mentioned. But from the Elder Scrolls games, are you familiar with... Do you remember hearing skooma? Why are you bringing up the Elder Scrolls, <laughs> Alex? Because. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember skooma. It's like the most famous drink in the game. It's Yeah, it's... I in Oblivion, I always sort of thought it was maybe like heroin or something, the way that they, they treat it, or like an opiate of some kind, because people just go nuts on it and die. But um, I guess people do that with alcohol, too. Anyways, it does seem to be a drink, and especially from uh, Skyrim. I, saw, I did a quest that confirmed that. But this is a recipe for, quote-unquote, skooma oh, out nice. of the Elder Scrolls official cookbook that I bought for Tara that she, she's just been on a Skyrim rampage. And uh, it's really cool. It's, it's uh, here's why you can't taste alcohol, despite it basically being pure vodka. Okay. <laughs> it's two cups of vodka, uh, three quarters cup boiling water, cup of sugar, 10 pitted dried apricots diced. We didn't dice them. Uh, pinch of ground cardamom and dash of vanilla extract. I kind of love that it's not diced because that creates yeah. the egg-like yeah. look of it. So it basically... It's, Which you'll see in the episode image. It's like super alcoholic, simple syrup mm-hmm. in a way with a little bit of extra flavors. And you, the key though is you let it sit in a clean bottle for two to three weeks. And it's been like a month. The syrup or the, the apricot? Uh, everything. Oh, okay. Like you put the mixture, and, and it, it's not going to you know spoil or like grow anything like simple uh, simple syrup usually does because it, it's it's like the other part of it is pure alcohol. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun. It looks super cool, and it is wild. I wouldn't want to drink a lot because you could probably get wrecked and have a huge sugar hangover, but there you have it, everybody. Skooma. It smells like straight alcohol. But it smells do- like rubbing alcohol. It does, but it tastes super sweet. It's like very no alcohol. interesting. Yeah. It, that that was my first uh observation whenever we cracked it open last night and I smelled it. I was like, oh, this smells like shit. <laughs> and I took a sip and I was like, 
What's happening here? <laughs> Why is this so good? Yeah. So anyways, check that out. The Elder Scrolls official cookbook. If you're an Elder Scrolls fan, which Oblivion's my favorite game of all time, and Skyrim is probably among Terra's, uh, it's really cool. I think it was like 30 bucks, and it came with an apron, which was funny. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, what's the... What's the um, the book that Claire and I got you guys for spending time at our house? Death and Company is oh that Death was Co or whatever. I thought it was a I thought it was a cocktail book. That is a cocktail. Okay, book. I have because you guys all talked about this. I I must have been dead to the world and didn't understand what was going on. But yeah. she was like, they really wanted this book. Yeah, Tara was all about it, and it's it's really cool. You can check that out too. We have like a growing collection of uh, cocktail books out there. Did I show you the T Pain one? Yes, yeah, you did. Yeah. And it's signed by yeah, T-Pain. so cool. It was $15. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, check all that out, and uh, glad you enjoyed the egg as it looks. It's not actually a cocktail. It's just the uh, skooma stuff. But Well, as per usual, thank you for making the cocktail. I have some for you in the future. Can't wait. Whenever you come to my place for a couple episodes. Excellent. Yeah, we have like a hella legit set up now because our the last of our roommates, Tara and I, moved out. So I have like an official dedicated den slash office slash recording studio mm-hmm. now. And like we have a bunch of space and everything and it made me realize I was living like a poor person before. You so, can um I'm happy. I know that that the the sound quality is perfect whenever we're in the mics like this, but you really could create a an, a legit recording oh, studio with yeah. some padding on the walls it, he, and James shit. had it on that door. Uh-huh. If you I don't know if you ever no. even saw it, but there he had a tapestry hanging there and behind it he had all that that cushy uh, stuff, you know, because it's up against the living room. We have a pretty interesting setup in our home. But anyways, um, welcome back, Tommy. Thank you. Um, speaking of welcome back, good segue there. Um, I mentioned that we did some traveling. We've had some drama. I'll save the drama because nobody likes to hear about it. <laughs> but um, for my travels, Claire and I went to Argentina for 10 days. Yeah. And um, I didn't want to download a full vacation episode on you guys because i feel like this can be explained in five minutes okay um argentina was great okay uh we claire and i did buenos aires and uh mendoza which is the wine region of argentina uh i equivalent is that a word equivalent ah i think it is i think so too i'm i think it's like or it could the, be just equate. the verb Equate. Might be equate. Oh, I'll check. Keep going. All right. Uh, Ross? Ross? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we need Tara. That's right. Um, so Mendoza is equivalent to Napa. Nice. But a different region, a different terrain. Uh, Mendoza is very deserty, and it comes right off the Andes Mountains, but it's a very good region for wine growing, and or for grape growing, I should say, and specifically... Uh, Mendoza, Argentina is known for, many of you will probably know this, Malbec. Yes, that was the one thing I, I knew. Which um, Malbec, is, I've learned, is not my favorite type of wine. Mm-hmm. But that area was absolutely phenomenal. I loved Mendoza with all my heart, could see myself living there. Buenos Aires, I could for, leave it, forget it, it's, never go back. Let me guess. It's another city. Yes, it's New York City. Oof. <laughs> it's the New York City of Argentina. You know, a lot of like um, street 
like art that's crappy, or like artist <laughs> shit that's being sold for ten dollars. Starving artists, yeah, and, and yeah. or stolen art. Yeah, I mean, like there is some culture there, obviously, um, but it's a, a lot of griminess to it. And I, we were there for two, three days, and I, we did a tango show, which was really that was like my favorite part of uh, Buenos Aires. But Mendoza was the star of the show. Claire and I did so many wineries, got a lot of tours for very cheap on the dollar. Um, specifically because the Argentinian peso has had some volatility issue with uh, stability in their currency, um, and they really value USD. So um, Claire and I, after we we, we we realized we had some cash on us and we just wanted some ca- to exchange that for, for some Argentinian cash, and we went into um, just an exchange store, a really shady exchange store, I should, I should say. <laughs> nice. And um, normally the exchange rate is 110 Argentinian pesos to the, to the dollar. We went in there and gave them $100, and they gave us back equivalent $200. 200 Argentinian pesos for each dollar, which mm-hmm. is basically double the exchange rate. Sure, and Claire yeah. and I looked at each other and went, what the fuck? And just kind of backed up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We, as you, I think I mentioned this story to you, but we were freaked out. We were like, that guy just made a huge mistake. Come to find out, it's a thing called the blue rate. So basically, we could live like kings. And uh, we got to do wine tastings, food pairings. I mean, we're talking like six, seven course meals with wine on each and every single course. Mm. For like $50 a person. Oh my God, dude. So if you want a cheap drinking excursion, Mendoza, once you can get there, you do have to take two flights to get there, was phenomenal. And uh, that is my Argentinian vacation story. I think if Tara and I ever go to Argentina, we'll probably go right there and skip <laughs> Buenos Aires. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It, like, do it for a day because you'll have to fly in there to yeah, get sure. there. Spend a night in a nice hotel or something. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we did. We were in a, a nice um, Marriott in, in Buenos Aires and we had like cool, big open tub and like a walk-in shower and everything. It was, it was nice. We, we did it right. Uh, Claire set up some good stuff for us to see, some very cool wineries to see. And um, yeah, if you guys are going there, ask me and I can get you some real recommendations. That's awesome. I love it, dude. Yeah, I, I know um, occasionally or historically we've done some like full-on like vacation downloads. Some trips warrant it, some trips... Um, it sounds like you guys really did a lot of decompressing, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it, which is which is excellent. And and we just we did the huge Hawaii one, but I also I had like so many shout outs I had to give yeah. and everything. You know that was like a big part of it. So um, that's awesome, dude. I'm yeah. really glad you guys got that well deserved time away during a pretty stressful past month. And the, the cocktails that I'll be bringing to you are. Um which I say inspired by Argentina. So excellent. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Tommy and Claire are healthy, so nobody's dying. Oh yeah, no drama. I, <laughs> sorry, I wanted to just let everybody know, like it's it, you know, it's just a annoying shit, but um, hey, everybody's fine. My cocktail's already gone, so let's do another beer when yours is done. That sounds great. <laughs> okay, hold on for the listeners because I want to do this on air. So I can't remember if we've talked about this before, but is this your factoid? Uh, no, I'm going to do the factoid soon. Okay. Um, Alex said he has a factoid and a gear grinding moment that th- he wants to share. Thank you. Because, you know, we do those a lot. Gear grinders, we talked about maybe throwing like random little recurring segments in. So we're going to do that. And uh, Tommy has a really interesting topic that we're going to get to as well. But uh, Alex has no idea what it is. No, I do not. 
So our, our other friend, Alex, he's been on um, a couple episodes. I, I know the one was on Sticks and Stones, the Chappelle special. Um, I can't remember what some of the other ones were. I'll probably put the episode titles in or the episode numbers in the description. But we have this joke about medicine. And you mm-hmm. at medicine, it's mm-hmm. Tommy. Mm-hmm. So that's whenever we take any kind of fruit, any kind you want, and be- usually steep it in um, in vodka just because it's like a neutral spirit and or mash it up and then put it in the freezer and let it sit for a couple of days. It never fully freezes. But then you take your medicine, like whenever you want to get drunk. Why do I know where this is going? Because <laughs> we're at the end of our, our skooma and uh, I'm going to watch you eat that apricot okay. and I'm going to eat mine and... Uh, uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, is yeah. it terrible? <laughs> it's it's really really bad. Oh, no. Yeah. So cheers down Maybe the hatch. <laughs> Chew it up. Ooh, it's, it's bad. You know what? The one I had last night was worse. Mine's terrible. There's no way it's worse than that. Mine was mine was okay. What the hell? How was the one last night so awful? You're getting a bad one. You should see Tommy's face. It's not good. Hmm. So there you go. I almost, my tongue is almost numb. I don't understand. I bet you, was it really yolky or like mushy on the inside? Mm -hmm. That's the one last night for me. This one was like kind of chewy. Yeah, my my tongue is actually numb. Wow, I can't wait for Alex to come over and me tell him it's a 50-50 crapshoot. On did, top of everything else. Did he already try it? Mm-mm. No, oh, okay. he doesn't even know about it. This will be the first time he's hearing about it on the podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, uh, quick off-topic shout-out. Mm-hmm. Not not even shout-out. Um, on my way driving over here, I wanted to know if you have experienced something that is very us. Okay. Have you tried Scotchies yet? No. I, it's, it's a Caribbean restaurant. Mm. Like, not even a mile. It's up the hill. Uh, so this we're on Roswell right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, dox you too much here. It, it, Roswell is a huge <laughs> road in Atlanta. Come find me. So it's like a mile up up the hill at the top of the road. And I looked it up while you were setting up everything. Five stars. Wow. Caribbean restaurant. How many reviews? Um, oh, I have it pulled up right here. I can tell I love you it. right away. I love it. It has 155. Oh shit! That's that's. Fire. Five stars, 155 Google reviews. I'm going probably tomorrow. I I think you need to and give me the full download. And you haven't been there? Nope. Oh, okay. Totally. That sounds great. Do you want to make it a date and like take the ladies? I really would like to try it out. I'll wait. But but since we tried our Caribbean restaurant near us. We'll try our local one. Yeah. And it was, ours was terrible just in case yours is terrible. And then you guys can experience it. All right. Tara and I will test it out and we'll report back to you. Scotchies. Scotchies. Love it. All right. Pre shout out. If it sucks (laughs) up, we'll delete this. I'm kidding. Um, I'll do my, Scotties. I'll do my gear grinder. Okay. Speaking of relatability, I just want to let everybody know out there. So we travel quite a bit, but both Tommy and I and our wives and, um, Something that really pisses me off when you're deboarding. Okay. Now, at least on Southwest planes, not not every plane, but the seats are. St- if you look, they're staggered the mm-hmm. slightest bit. It's like you can see that each row is ahead of the little one. And that is. Are we talking? Oh, you said Southwest already. Yeah, definitely on Southwest. I don't know if Delta does that. But they go they ahead. might not. But and even if even if they don't, it, this shouldn't matter because there's a natural. Somebody deboards first, and then you take turns. It's like zipper merging when you're driving. 
And every once in a while, you'll get some dickhead who thinks he's going to get out before you. And I, I just want to tell you, if you're one of those people and you don't wait your turn, you're a piece of shit and I hate you. <laughs> like, it's a horrible experience getting off of an airplane. Fucking wait your turn like everybody else. Yeah. Now, it's totally different. Like, if somebody's like, yeah, my bags are three back, and they wave you and tell you to go. But, like, don't presume to get in front of somebody. It's like the, the, the idiots that stand up as soon as... The, you know, the plane stops and you hear the, the little sound and everybody unbuckles and they like get in the aisle. It's like, okay, well, you're going to be standing for 20 minutes. I hope you enjoy the 20 seconds that you gained. I was going to, I was going to continue off of that and be like, and all those people who are in the middle and inside seat, who's just think it's okay to stand up and like, let's just crunch our neck until it's our turn to get out to show that we are going first. Yeah. God, like, I don't know. People are dumb, but that's no surprise. Oh, and also help other people with their bags. I always do that. I, I like look for people, especially uh, women and, and you know elderly people. Mm-hmm. It's just the right thing to do. Agreed. So that's one thing to do on a plane and another thing not to do. Thank you for coming to our gear grinder talk. Yeah, I, I'm going to come equipped. Because uh, as you said, if we did a whole episode, I'd be talking for 24 straight <laughs> hours. Uh, should I do my weird factoid? Hop right in. Let's see it. All right, and then we'll do the topic. This is so funny. Don't look at the screen. I want to read it to you. It would be great if, like, for all of these segments, if we did make them recurring, we had, like, a little theme to each one of them. Like, factoid, factoid. We, we it's factoid. might have to think about that. <laughs> or even do, like, just one segment and make sure that there are three things. You know, like, my things to buy, all that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about raffling those, by the way, to our patrons in the Craft Heads Discord. Raffling. Basically, like, doing a giveaway for the item that I'm like, remember I said a Sonicare toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Be like, here you go. The next one, whoever. Coming. Yeah, I, I might have to do that. Anyways, um, this sounds like a sexual maneuver, but it's not. Don't ask me how I found this. I really don't remember how I stumbled across it. But you can look this up on Wikipedia. There is something called a Kentucky meat shower. <laughs> okay. Now, does that not sound like a sexual maneuver? Like right, one of those me, ridiculous can I ones? Guess. Sure. I'm going to guess it's the way that they cure their meats in Kentucky. That's a, a, you would think it's far more bizarre than that. Okay. I'm just going to read a quick paragraph. The Kentucky, the, the <laughs> Kentucky meat shower was an incident occurring oh. between the morning hours of 11 and 12 o'clock for a period of several minutes on March 3rd, 1876, where what appeared to be chunks of red meat measuring approximately two by two inches with at least one being four by four inches, fell from the sky in a hundred by fifty yard area near the settlement of Olympia Springs in Bath County, Kentucky. It, you said eighteen hundreds? Uh yeah, eighteen seventy six. My here, immediate thought was that a plane hit hit like a flock of birds. But that can't happen. But like <laughs> the fact that there are chunks that are like almost all of them are so similar in size and everything. Here's the last sentence. There exist several explanations as to how this occurred and what the, quote, meat was. <laughs> the most popular being the vulture theory, in which a group of vultures regurgitated their me- meals after being startled into taking flight. The exact type of meat was never identified, although various reports suggested it was beef, lamb, deer, bear, horse, or even human. <laughs> I just wanted to share that with everybody. As soon as I was reading that, I was like, well, this, we have to talk about this on the podcast. How did, how did you come across this? I don't remember. I, I was searching something and whatever. So, so here we are. So this, uh, what, this being one of the theories, some vultures 
got scared by something, maybe it was a tiger, decided to take flight and all vomit at the same time. It, yeah, I mean, it's... That's pretty far-fetched itself. It, it is far-fetched, but you know what? I just found it because I, I had a tab in my phone, so I hit back. Mm-hmm. And it was... Um, I do these daily goofy quizzes and things on Microsoft Rewards, a.k.a. Bing, to get points, and then you can get a streak going every day for shit. It's weird. It's something I would do only. But um, it popped up as like, it was a, a quiz. Can you tell fact from fiction? And it sounded bizarre. So I was like, this is bullshit. And then, of course, it was real. Hmm. So I'm now, I've got my stuff out of the way. Tommy, <laughs> why don't you, do you want me to get another drink for us? Um, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. And I'll, while you're doing that, I'm going to think of a couple of trivia questions that I heard at work the other day that I'm going to see if you got. They're good ones. We're back, <laughs> and I uh, I grabbed, I feel like we've had quite a few beers from this brewery, but I mean, we are located in Atlanta after all, and they're a great brewery, so I went through the fridge, and we were woefully down on variety, because uh, Tara and I have also been, we've barely been at home for the past month. It was just like one thing after another. We did your house sitting, then we went to Tampa, then we went to PA, finally back in town for a while, and uh, there was like... Coors Banquet and Guinness, and I was like, oh boy. And then I found the Creature Comforts Classic City Lager, Mm -hmm. which as we talk about a lot, sometimes it's hard to find like just a solid lager or Pilsner or whatever, and this this is a solid lager, so did a hard pour. There's plenty of head, Tommy, but uh, it'll go down eventually. Head is beer after all. (laughs) Head is also head. Yes. Yes, Which is is also a good thing. (laughs) Indeed. So... um, at work the other day, I had an all-employee meeting, the, the mostly hated all-employee meeting. Yes. Um, first one I think I've ever truly enjoyed. Oh, wow. And it had nothing to do with work. It was just a Friday trivia session. That's fantastic. Hosted by someone um, at my work. I won't obviously mention names. No but, doxing. Yeah, no doxing. <laughs> uh, it was a 10 a.m. meeting, and she felt very determined to make it a drinking game at 10 a.m., which was a little odd. She was, like, really pushing the drinking thing. Mm -hmm. So it started it off on a very weird note. Ended up being some of the best trivia questions that I've heard in a long time. It was all over the board. They were, like, really interesting facts. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read off five to you. Oh, I love it. And, um... So my it, there were 25 questions, and so I just thought of five, and I, uh, I can't remember if I got these ones right or not. I just remember the questions and what the answers were. Um, there were 25 questions. I ended up getting 12. So if you get two out of five correct... I'll be on par with you. You'll have lost to me. Oh, okay. If, you've yeah, got, yeah. if you get three out yeah, of five... you got half, basically. You'll, be, you'll have beaten me. Okay, cool. I like it. Okay. Oof. Pressure's so, on. Uh, by the way, cheers on cheers. Classic City Logger oh, Boy. Yeah. All right, first one. Ready? I got this one wrong. What is the rarest M&M color? And I'll give you multiple choice. Oh, that's excellent. Okay, go ahead. Um, Red, brown, yellow, blue. I won't think too long. It can't be red. Brown, yellow, blue. Um, I'm going to say brown. That is 
correct. Oof. Okay. Off to a good start. I, I said. Tried. I said blue. Okay. So, um, good job. Well Thank done. You. Okay. Um, that, and and is that good. universal? Like in terms of how many they crank out? Like that's a fact. I, I'm assuming so. I don't. She didn't cite her sources. Yeah. But they seemed all very legit. I will say this. I I can scarcely picture a brown M M&M, and M. Yeah. So it makes sense. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, question two. Good job. You're on. You're 100. Feel like I'm on millionaire. Yeah, this one for two thousand yeah. dollars. Um, what is the name of the Twitter bird logo? Oh, True, and I got, I got you, I got you. Oh, okay, Multiple great choice. Uh, is it blue, Jack, Google, or Tweet? Okay, first of all, are these all multiple choice. Uh, there's a couple true or false. Okay. Um, because my gut was going to tell me, like, if I had to pull it out of thin air, I, for some reason I was going to say Tweety. You said Jack, Blue, Google, and Tweet. Oh, God, this is horrible. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Tweet. That is incorrect. Ah, yeah, I didn't feel good about that one. <laughs> the answer is Google. That's dumb. Isn't that really it's, weird? It, it's it's dumb. They, I think it was like a sh- they, like it was Twitter taking a shot at Google. Like yeah. fuck you guys. Yeah, so you yeah. can Name our bird Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you are one for two. Okay. Um, all right. Question three: Which of these beers is considered a delicacy in Chinese in China? It's a these are American beers. Which one of these is considered a delicacy in China? Okay. Miller High Life. PBR, Bud Light, Michelob. I, this is seriously a total crapshoot. Michelob or Michelob Ultra? Does it specific? Michelob Ultra. Uh, I am. I'm just gonna guess Miller High Life. That is incorrect. Yeah. Fuck. PBR. Oh God, that is literally <laughs> the only beer in the world that I can't drink. And it's I, one of the worst. When I say can. Can't. I mean, I literally swore to God. I took an oath. I would never drink it again. Yeah, wasn't it because it gave you like a debilitating hangover yes, one it, time? I, it, I, actually, it was like it might have been twice, and I realized that there is something wrong with yeah. PBR. So I was like, I'm never drinking it. Again. And it was like you only had like one or two, wasn't it? it? Yeah, I mean, one of the times I had a bunch, and the other time it was a few. But I've drunk, you know, ten times more than, and I was dead mm-hmm. the next day it, it was like the most pain i'd ever been in from a hangover so no more pbr for me i i haven't drank it since college myself so yeah good right there with you good. although i don't remember hating it like i think it tastes fine it tastes like cheap beer I, yeah it, it it doesn't taste proportional to the amount of pain that it causes i'm gonna go get one for myself because i know you can't yes let, and let us know point. report back <laughs> on it um, true or false question. So you're one for three. Yeah, I know. I got to get these both right. 50-50, though. To beat me. Yeah. Correct. Um, okay. True or false. Um, tiger fur is striped. True or false. Tiger skin is also striped. Wait. You, you said true or false to both. Right. Uh, true, or, true or false. I'm sorry. This is true. The true part of the statement is that tiger fur is striped. Okay. True or false, tiger skin is also striped. Oh, son of a bitch. Um, I guess I will just say false. Would you like to rethink that answer? <laughs> yes, if, if I somehow get credit for being right. I mean, shit. I, I, damn. 
Yeah. That is incorrect. It All is right. also true. And I had no idea about that. I got that one wrong, but it seemed to be like 80% of people knew that. And I was like, damn. It was the first question there, and I let off on an incorrect one, and I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I guess I would have to know. I wonder if zebra skin is striped. Because if it's not, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. I mean, like, isn't do they even have fur? I, Zebras? I, I mean, they have, like, a horse... You know, the same way that a horse does. It's not, uh-huh. I don't know if fur is, it's literally hair. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. What do I know? <laughs> what well, do, what do any of us know? Yeah. Well, do you want your last one anyways? Yeah, of course. Okay. I got to try and at least get uh, 40%. Uh, true or false, Coke, Coca-Cola was originally green. False. That is false. Okay, well, thank no. God. So you're two for five. I will give you one last question. To to, myself? To, to possibly tie me. We'll just call it a tie. All okay? right. All right. And this one's a uh, multiple choice. Um, I got to think of... Uh, this one I didn't have written down. So um, I, I got to think of this for a second. Okay. The capital of Montana. Do you want to say it before I give you the multiple choice? Or would you like the multiple choice? I think it's Billings. That is incorrect, and that would have been one of the multiple choice I would have given you. Oh, uh, well, that's good. Then I screwed myself up. Um, yeah. Shit, what is it? Helena. Ah, oh, cock. <laughs> I should have sung the, the stupid state song. I don't know. So uh, let, let it go down. I'm smarter it. than Alex. Yes, it, that, it is definitive that that six-question test just proved it. I'm, <laughs> I am, I'm an idiot. I am no better than the guy who tried to get past me on the airplane in this in this moment. <laughs> he was also you're a cock, and he's also a cock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, before we get into our main topic of the week, which we all seem to like, <laughs> wait until the end of the episode. Yeah, right. It probably won't last that long, yeah. but um, uh, we have a movie night coming up. You, me, Alex. You, me, Alex, and Tara. Yeah. You, me, Claire, and Tara. Um, we're gonna watch some Harrison Ford movies. Mm-hmm. And Claire and I decided this because I haven't seen enough of him. I've seen Air Force One, which is arguably one of my favorite movies ever. And um, I've seen like half of Raiders of the Lost Ark, which, um, not going to lie, didn't, didn't love it. Is that, a, is that one of the newer ones? No, that's like old. That's like, that's like known a, as his best Indiana Jones movie. Oh, okay. Like maybe even... Okay, gotcha. So, But we did just watch uh, The Fugitive. Did you see that? I don't think I've ever seen The Fugitive, amazingly. And it's, it's an older one. Yes, it is. It, these are 90s and... Maybe even 80s, late no, 80s. I think, I think The Fugitive was like 91 or okay. 92. Yeah. Um, U.S. Marshals is the sequel to it okay. without Harrison Ford. Um, the first one, it, they both have Tommy Lee Jones as like the main character. Gotcha. Beside, beside uh, Harrison Ford in this one. And then uh, actually it's... Um, uh, Blade, Blade, and Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes yeah. in the second one. So, uh, do you have any? What Harrison Ford movie are you bringing to the table? Because we're going to try to watch three in one day. Isn't Executive Decision a Harrison Ford movie? I have no idea. Let's do a fact check on that real quick. Because if it is, um, I would say I will bring that one to the table because I I saw it super super young, and uh, I think I remember it being a good movie. Executive Decision. Here we go. Nope, that's Kurt Russell. Oh, damn! Oh for five. Yeah. You suck today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing is, movies are definitely my area of expertise. But there, there are a lot of um, 
I feel like there are a lot of 90s action movies that are very, very classic that I actually haven't seen. Hey, Steven Seagal is an executive decision, Ooh. too. Hey, so actually, I did want to use this as a segue because I know that we got a new patron that that mentioned yes. that he really loves the movie run. And that made me so happy. Thank you, Luke. And thank yeah. you, Tommy, for reminding us. But... Uh, yeah, uh, Luke, long-time listener, going way back even to previous podcasts that I've been a part of. Um, he told, he was asking if if they if there was like a list or a chart of the movies, the rundowns that we do. He's like, I I take notes, but he's like, most of the time when I'm listening listening to a podcast, you know, I'm driving or working, and it's not necessarily convenient. And I was like, as a matter of fact, there is, <laughs> and I let you know. I sent him the charts, but I said, if you want, and if you have $12 a year to spare at the $1 level, I was like, we have a, you know, a, an official Discord server, and there's a, one that's dedicated to movies and show chatter, and we have, I always post the table in there with all that information that Tara and I cover, so um, thanks, Luke, for joining up, bro. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we haven't done that in forever. That's, that's some old school CHP shit. Let me just reiterate one thing that you, that you just said. Okay. $12 a year. Totally. If you break that down, that's $1 a month. Yep. If you break that down farther, that's three cents <laughs> a day. <laughs> three okay. cents a day? Yes. That's not bad. I would totally support. Yo. By the way, I, I do support a couple of, of other uh, creators on Patreon. It's it's just, I don't know. I Here's the way I look at it. Um, if a friend came to me and was like, hey, I'm doing this thing. Will you pledge a dollar a month? I'd be like, yeah. So just if yeah if you That's if you simple. enjoy it and um, if you want to hear more craft heads in the future it's literally a dream of mine and, and Tommy's by proxy but like I would love to ten years from now be doing this all the time and it being you know some sort of small source of revenue you know mm-hmm. what I mean like I I definitely we have no plans of quitting like so that's that um, all right so last thing to bring up and I'll let you be the judge here. Oh, by the way, I see you still looking at Harrison Ford here. What's I was, going on? I, well, I was just trying to see if there are any that I... Oh! I feel really stupid. Hmm. I didn't think about this. Have you ever seen the original Blade Runner? No. That's what I would bring to the table. Harrison Ford's in it? Yeah. Oh, Dude, that's a really... It's an important movie in okay. my humble opinion. Okay, yeah, that's... It's, it's long as fuck. It's like three hours. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe not for you know we have this this weekend planned to yeah. watch a bunch of Harrison Ford movies, but I'll tell you like it's it's a really good movie. Okay, yeah. Um, and and then obviously let Tara bring one as well. I yep. I mine would be Air Force One, but we've all seen it a million times. So I'll, Tara brings one, Claire brings I, one. But as a kid, for me, we'll we'll definitely be thinking. But it is kind of funny. Here I am saying like, oh I. Uh, I, I, like this is an important movie, and then I answer with a movie that he's not even in, idiot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, the the alcohol is like cooking my brain today. Well, we have some um, smash to get to. So we definitely do. We have to go smash each other, and we're gonna do something. I don't know what it is, but we're gonna take some sort of a stupid, embarrassing picture of the loser and put it in the CHP Discord. Whoever gets <laughs> whoever gets worked I love it. today. Well, I mean. <laughs> To not delay any farther, maybe we just give a, a sneak peek at what our next episode topic will be instead of going into a topic now. Um, okay, well, tell me what the topic is and we'll make that snap decision. Okay. Um, 
Changes you didn't expect in your 20s. Huh. Changes to your life, changes to your body, your mindset, your fa- your friends, your family. Because I think that there's a lot of things that now being 30, 31, I can never remember that I'm 31. Yeah. Um, that there's some crazy changes that I went through in my 20s that I didn't really expect to be any different from 22 to 31. But I'm... A completely different person. I would, I would like more time to answer that question. Okay. Yeah, I, that's a great topic, actually. Um, and, and the funny thing is I feel like there are a few things that, I, like, I've really started to notice maybe even in the past year to one to two years. And, of course, I'm 31 now. So, so that's it, in your 30s. It's scraping up against, I mean, technically, it could be, like, things I was noticing when I was 29. I think they'll, they'll still count. Um, but that's a great topic. And it... One thing about craft heads is I love a lot of our impromptu banner. A lot of times whenever I go back and think about a topic, I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, that wasn't a good answer Mm -hmm. or like, you know, just, just random stuff like that. So I think on a pretty thought provoking topic like that, it might be better for us to go in, do our drinks and dive into the topic Mm -hmm. and spend a good half an hour on it. Plus we're already at a little bit past the half an hour anyways. So yeah, let's call it. Okay. We'll do um, that for the next one. That sounds good. Um, be, I did have a backup thing that I wanted to ask you to okay, end perfect. the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, how's your crypto portfolio? So the crypt, The good news is I'm not like down okay. money. Okay. I no, mean, like from what you initially invested? In, yeah. In terms of losing money, I'm, I'm fine because... Mm-hmm. I, I was in relatively early. I, yeah. I I started pouring a lot of money. Well, I don't know if I would call it a lot, but I put in enough money in like December of 2020, 2020 I think. Yeah, I, got, I seriously can't remember. I think that December 2020, and then, you know, some of my bigger bags, um, like I was in Matic insanely mm-hmm. early. So like there, Same. there Thank are- Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> there are a couple that are still way up. What I have had really a lot of trouble processing internally is I could have brought in an obscene amount of profit. Oh, yeah. Mm. Straight profit, you know, we'll say late last year. Mm. And I don't want to say it was all due to greed. I really thought I was doing the right thing. I thought I was being smart. You preached hoddle. Yeah. You were a hoddle boy. That's the thing. And I I was thinking to myself, like, as Warren Buffett that means says, hold. Yeah, sorry. I, I, like um, the stock market and wealth transfer, it, it's about going from uh, the hands of the impatient to the patient. So I not only was I, I was being a little greedy. I was thinking to myself, this stuff's going to be worth more the longer I hold it. Well, first of all, something can't like go up in a straight line forever. Like it might go up in, a, in the big scheme of things, which I think it will still, but. It is, I I wasn't being pragmatic because as soon as, as I like to say, big money got its tentacles into crypto and ruined crypto, like it's going to be just like the stock market. And that's what's happening now. Like there, there are, there's big money making the money makers, the movers and the shakers, they all manipulate it just like they do the stock market. And it's really a shame because we, we clamored about it. We wanted it. All that time, like talking about institutionalization, and I was always like, eh, I kind of don't want that. Like, I don't want banks involved with the very thing that was like brought about to be the antithesis of banks. And now here we are. But the, I'm still 
long term, I'm very long on crypto. Right. Oh, I think I think the the true believers are. I believe that, but um, but it's still not really institutionalized. I mean, we see that with Luna Coin going from 113 to zero. That can't happen with a institutionalized well, asset. I, I'm to your point. There's I feel good about Bitcoin, mm-hmm. especially because. There is now so much institutional money in Bitcoin at prices higher than there are now. So, like, I'm just going to say this without trying to sound conspiratorial. Those individuals are not going to let it get down to a point where they're holding a bag and lose money forever. That's just not going to happen, um, in my humble opinion. But... Did you have money in Luna, by the way? No, God, okay. no. and thank Christ. Yeah, I, I was wondering, because I knew you were in a lot of altcoins. I just didn't yeah, know which ones. Yeah, no exactly. Luna and no UST, thank God. Because, I mean, people lost their life savings in that. Yep. And um, that the only, I, I am an advocate, and historically have been, of putting money into USDC. Mm-hmm. That is literally the only stable coin that I feel even remotely safe about. Because what I always tell people is, is if something happens to USDC, that means something happened to USD, <laughs> and that means we're all fucked anyways, and it doesn't matter. So, um, yeah, I, I'm still long on on all of crypto, especially a lot of the the really, uh, you know, the, like the big coins and the originals. And and I'm, I think there's going to be some interesting. I think watching privacy tokens going forward is going to be a thing. For example, Monero XMR. Hmm. Um, that's. It, it it's not like a it's not like Bitcoin where every verification um, can be like scrutinized and like you can look into other people's wallets and see what they have and everything. It it's it, in my opinion, it's what Bitcoin should have been, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with with um, with blockchains that are focused on privacy uh, going forward. But I don't know. Um, it's it's very it's an uncertain time, but the stock market is you know took a dump too. This like, is not financial advice. No, God, no, it never is. <laughs> But uh, and you're my fiduciary, so uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't manage Tommy's crypto. I've only tipped him off in in the past, and of course, Matic paid off. But yeah, I think just, I was I was I think I was more in Bitcoin than you were in the beginning of probably because I was like, dude, my Bitcoin has doubled, and you were like, yeah, I've just started to get in, yeah, and that was like back when it was like eight. 8k or yeah. like you know four five k. That's good. So you and I are probably still up, you know, from our initial investment. But it's it's been hard to watch my my crypto portfolio half in the past oh month and a half. Yeah, dude. And and I uh, you know I always tell people I I tell anybody who's interested I tell them everything I do. I don't say you should do this. I'm just saying this is what I'm doing today. Whatever. And I post all my stock moves and everything in the not financial advice channel. And uh, I'll, I'll be totally transparent right now. I'm down in our iTrust, which is the retirement Roth 401k account. You know, but... Um, Terrible. I don't, 401ks suck right now. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean my crypto 401. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because we invest primarily into Bitcoin in that particular thing. But like, I can't touch that money for 30 years anyways. And I know it's going to be worth more then, so I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all of the originals or like the, um, the actual tangible assets that I have right now that, you know, crypto that I can move around that, yeah, it's, it's, it's taken a beating, but yeah. so you're not, you listener that's listening to this right now, you're not the only one. Oh my God. Stay no. sane. It's just another dip in the market. In fact, this is a great time to buy. Mm-hmm. If you have the, the tangible funds, I as wish Alex I said. did. 
I sure as hell wish I did. <laughs> yeah, same <Yeah>. here. <laughs> so, but if you were a victim of Luna or UST, I really my my sympathies. And if you need a support group, uh, reach out to us. I'll be happy to talk Crap to you about podcast it. at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and all, and all that good stuff. So. Tommy, this was awesome, and yeah. I'm excited for the next topic. Things, big changes in your life that you weren't expecting that occurred in your 20s. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, and that that's body, mind, friends, yeah. family, all the things that you can think of. Yeah. And they really have to be, like, not so much about, like, realizations that you had and, like, the way you matured as much as, like, unexpected, yeah. like, things that happened in your life. Yeah, like everybody thinks, like oh, or a little bit of both, I, right? Let's just just a little teaser. I think the thing that prompted this off is my body is changing. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> Which we'll get into it more. I'll I'll, I'll leave That's it at that. That's a good teaser. But but uh, yeah, like my balls are are real low. Now. My penis fell off. Yeah, you know? yeah it's, it's gone. All, all that. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, that's gonna be a good topic. Looking all forward right. to it. Hey, well, it's been fun, man. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, let's go play some Smash so yep. I can fuck you up. Ooh. Tommy will probably fuck me up. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs>